Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now, let's dig in. In the case out of Portland, Oregon, where six women, all under the age of 40, were found deceased in recent months on roadsides, in secluded areas, and in woods in and around the city. Five different local law enforcement agencies, the Portland Police Bureau, and the Sheriff's offices in Multnomah, Polk, Clark, and Clackamas counties are currently looking into whether a single perpetrator is responsible for the deaths. Only one of the women's cases so far has been declared a homicide. That would be Joanna Speaks, whose body was found in an abandoned barn. I've heard from a local that in their mind, 100% five of these women's deaths are connected in some way. The outlier is the unidentified sixth woman said to possibly be Native American. It's not believed that she has a connection in any way to the other victims. But this local was also speculating that it's possible there are two people responsible for the five women's deaths. One could be a personal connection to one of the victims, and the other could be a legit serialist who is harming strangers that he has access to. I say he only because statistics say that most often these perpetrators are male. Portland, Oregon is a city in crisis at the moment. Every drug is legal there, which is leading to an open-air drug market in the city where people openly and freely purchase drugs and use them. In addition to that, there are tons of homeless people living on the streets. The combination of this is leading to a major upswing in crime. It sounds like things are pretty much out of control there, and all of this is the perfect backdrop for a perpetrator who wants to do in women. Take a look at a snippet from Tyler Oliveira's video entitled, I Investigated the City where every drug is legal. I'll leave a link to the full video in the description. Every drug is legal. Drug addiction, homelessness, crime. Perhaps a few side effects of decriminalizing every drug. Or so I think. Many believe this city is a government experiment gone wrong. But how did this all happen and what can be done to fix it? So I met up with Kevin, a social worker born and raised in Portland whose life mission is to save this city before it's too late. I'm uh, born and raised in Portland, Oregon. I've worked in social services a couple decades now, primarily working with the homeless. I have watched as this has grown into a legitimate crisis. I believe we can solve this with just applying a little bit of common sense, a little effort, and a lot of passion. Those are two fentanyl users right there. We're, we're already in kind of the heart of it. In this one block radius, there's at least 50 camps. You're going to see a lot of overdoses out here. I carry Narcan, which is an opioid blocker. Because of Measure 110, this decriminalized all drug use. The local who spoke to me believes the perpetrator could be someone who's living among the homeless. This would give him easy access to many victims. Perhaps it's a newly released SO who maybe doesn't do drugs, but is just hanging out with this highly vulnerable population of homeless people. 
people suffering from addictions, or both, homeless addicts. What's unique about Portland, according to this local, is that many homeless people there have electric bikes, known as e-bikes, that they're able to charge for free in the city. Many of them pull carts behind their e-bikes. With such a setup, it would be easy to conceal a body in the cart, cover it up with a tarp, and then drive your e-bike to a remote location and then dump the body. According to the local, there are so many homeless people riding around with these e-bikes and carts that the police don't blink twice when they see them. No one is pulling these people over and saying, let me see what's under your tarp. There's also a lot of carjacking going on, apparently. People carjack your vehicle to go somewhere and then abandon the vehicle. It's gotten so bad that people put up flyers, not just for their lost dogs and cats, but also for their lost vehicles. As a result, it's easy to steal a car. So if there is a serialist operating in Portland, that person could travel to remote locales with an e-bike or a stolen car. According to the local, for each of the areas where the six women were found, it's a 30-minute drive by car by e-bike from Portland if there's no traffic. Unfortunately, when vulnerable people like those suffering from addiction or those who maybe engage in certain physical acts and make money go missing and turn up dead, some people have the attitude of, well, they were living a risky lifestyle, so stuff happens, blame it on the victim. But we have to remember that each one of these women is, was a human being. Each one is someone's daughter, sister, mother, friend. They all have the same value as anyone else, and they deserve to get justice just as anyone else. I suspect there are loving families behind each one of these young women, families who try to varying degrees to get their relative off of drugs, off of the streets, out of a risky lifestyle. Sometimes, no matter how hard a family tries, they simply don't have the power to turn the situation around and extricate their loved one from a dangerous situation before it's too late. I know this because I have a family member who got addicted and ended up in trouble with the law as well as with a major life-threatening illness that is wreaking havoc with his body. And by the way, it's possible some of these women didn't have substance abuse issues. Maybe they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. No matter what, they deserve justice. The public deserves to know the truth about what's going on, the victim's families deserve answers, and to know that law enforcement is doing everything in their power to get answers for them and to find those responsible. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. Now please smash that like button. It helps so much.